0: Hello friends, my name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Today's episode is called, Win or Learn, You Never Lose. How to Reframe Failure as Education. I have a card in my office that I look at from time to time, and it says, Win or Learn, Then You Never Lose. I don't know how I got this card. I honestly cannot remember where it came from, but I really love that quote, so much so that I have it sitting on my music keyboard on top of my desk, and I try to make sure that I look at that daily. I don't always do a good job of it because I get distracted easily, but I have it sitting there so that when I do notice it, that hopefully I can remember that when I feel like I'm failing at something, that... I can remind myself that I'm just learning something. So why is it so hard for us to look at things with this kind of perspective? Why is it so difficult to be okay with making mistakes or making missteps or not getting things perfect? I think a lot of it has to do with our education system. Because from the day that we start school, we're encouraged to get good grades. We're encouraged to do what the teachers expect from us. So we learn how we're measured and tested and quantified, and we learn what is considered good and bad. And as we get older, we're often discouraged from figuring things out. We're discouraged from being curious or exploring. And instead, we focus too much on coming up with the right answers. And this kind of thinking leads us to focus on the outcome too much and only judge what happens based upon what others or what we have set up to think is the correct outcome. We get so focused on this idea of finding the right answers that we miss a lot of chances for growth along the way. Now, what if you could look at everything that happens to you as something you could learn from? What if you could train your mind to see everything as an opportunity? What if you could just resist less and flow more? Marcus Aurelius said, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. When we frame our experiences as opportunities for learning, experimenting, and exploring, then we can see that the doing is actually more important than the end outcome, that the process, that the actual work is what's most important. Every time that we make an attempt at something, we get a little bit better. We find that we become a little more efficient at what we're doing. Maybe we have a little more impact on what it is we're trying to get done. And every day is a step forward getting us to where we want to go. Every challenge that we come across is just one more lesson that we get to learn. And each step that we have to repeat, the better we get at doing it. Every challenge that we come across is just one more lesson that we get to learn. When we focus on process... We're doing the things that we can control. When we take each challenge as a step in learning, then we learn to refine that process. We may even start with one process and improve on it and then throw the whole thing out just to create a new one altogether when we find that the other one doesn't serve us. If we're too hidebound to how things have been done, then we miss the opportunity to find better ways to do what we want to do and accomplish our goals. When we're willing to be in a constant state of learning, then we always win, because even if we make a mistake, we learn something from that. When we are only looking to win, then we miss out on so many parts of the experience, and then that also sets us up for the possibility of losing. Now, let's take some real-world examples of this. So when I was in high school, I accidentally got in the high school choir. I know I've mentioned this before, but it's something that I was really proud of for myself growing up because I never really thought that I would be a great singer by any means. I loved music and I sang along with the radio all the time. I sang hymns at church, but I was certainly no Sinatra or Plasto Domingo or any of these people that I really loved listening to them sing. I often sang off pitch and the quality of my voice was a little thin and a little rough and there were certainly times where I felt embarrassed and choir because I'd be singing something quite different than what my fellow tenors were singing. Oftentimes, I would end up singing along with the sopranos because they usually had the melody. But as time went along, I kept getting a little bit better. Each day, I would learn a little bit more about how to sing. A note that seemed too high the week before was maybe a little bit easier. And as my vocal cords became stronger, I was more accurate in my pitch. As my lungs strengthened, I was able to hold my notes a little bit longer. The timbre of my voice became a a bit smoother and a bit richer. I also took voice lessons from a really great teacher who helped me build a strong foundation for correct singing. And at first, it was really scary to stand in front of a single person and sing. I couldn't hide behind the other people in the choir, and especially because he was really a great singer. But I knew that if I wanted to get better, having somebody help me get there and get to know my voice and how to use it would help me develop the processes I needed to become a better singer. I learned exercises to strengthen my voice, exercises to get better at hitting the right pitch. I learned how to move my mouth and my neck and my body to create the sounds that I wanted. I learned how to breathe to get the most power and control out of my voice. I learned how to sing delicately while still staying on pitch. But interestingly enough, a little bit of a side note here, I found that the biggest impediment to becoming a better singer was worrying about how good I was in comparison to others. When I would get down on myself about how I didn't sound as good as Jim or Jeff or some of the other people in choir who had been singing for years, I would get incredibly nervous and anxious, and all the things that I had learned up until that point would almost fly out the window, and I wouldn't sing nearly as well as I could when I was at home or singing in front of my vocal vocal coach because I was so worried about what they would think of me. The more I worried about what others thought, the worse I sang. And the less I cared, the better I sang. Now, I think that a lot of my success in learning how to sing came because I didn't know what I was doing at first, and I was okay with not sounding great when I started off. I remember thinking when I successfully auditioned for the choir and got in that it was going to be a great way for me to learn how to sing. The overall outcome was that I just wanted to learn to be a better singer, which was something that I did have control over. But if my goal had been to sing a certain number of solos or to have a recording contract or something that was outside of my control, then there was a pretty good chance I was going to fail. Now, the thing is, is we all know this on a cognitive level. We know that we should be able to learn from our mistakes. But it's one thing to know it, and it's another thing to be able to do it. So how can we apply this a little bit better in our real lives? Now, these are things that I I try. I'm not always great at doing them, um, but let's go. So first, be clear that nothing is a mistake. Nothing. Everything is just a process. Think of every step in getting your goal as something to work through. It is there to teach you. It is a puzzle to be solved. There's always that quote from Thomas Edison that people talk about that, you know, as he was inventing the light bulb and he would you know make a mistake with one he would go well there's one more way I know not to make a light bulb and we can kind of think of it that way that every time we we make a mistake it's guiding us a little bit closer to the way that we want to kind of like on an airplane when an airplane takes off it doesn't head directly towards its destination it actually is making course corrections the whole way and for about 90 95% of its journey it is pointed somewhere slightly different than where its end goal is supposed to be. Now, the second thing is that we need to make sure that we don't waste the experience. When you feel like you failed at something, which I think we all do, just sit down and write what you learned from that experience. What are the things you didn't know before that experience happened to you? What are the things that you know now? What can you do differently next time? Third, third, Don't let the idea of failing stop you. Accept that failure is learning. Accept that you won't get it right the first time, or probably even the second or third time. In fact, you may never get it right. But if you learn something from it, well, then you've succeeded. The goals that we set should be guides, like stars that help us along the way. But if we only judge our success by whether or not we achieve the stated goal, there's a greater chance we'll fail and a greater chance we won't actually learn something. If your goal is to learn what you can from trying different things and improve based upon your experience, you'll have a much better chance of actually succeeding. So, this is the end of this week's episode. As always, be good to yourselves, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I would really appreciate if you could help support me by making a pledge on Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash stoic coffee. Even just a small amount helps in keeping this podcast going. Also, head on over to my website at www.stoic.coffee and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And lastly, if you know someone that might like or could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening. Hello friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com/stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee shop. Also, If you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.